It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Ross Christ. What's happening, TGIF? Ross Christ with you up until 7 o'clock. This is the Sports Fan presented by JNK Contracting. Full hour show before we switch over to the pregame for the Cincinnati Reds going against those St. Louis Cardinals. First pitch tonight will be at 8.15 here on 97.1 WATH. Today's show, we're going to preview that Reds game. Also, the Lightning got it done last night in the Garden. We'll recap everything going into that end. Tonight at 9 o'clock, Golden State trying to even things up against the Boston Celtics at TD Garden. That will be played on ESPN if you want to watch that one. News report coming out today on ESPN. Tiger Woods is golf's first billionaire. $1 billion. We'll break down Tiger's career earnings and can he get to $2 billion. And, of course, we'll have our surefire hot picks of the evening for all you gamblers out there. And, of course, Athens Trivia. We'll start with Athens Trivia. Feel free to dial in. You can be the smartest man in southeastern Ohio, the smartest women, woman in southeastern Ohio, 740-592-6646. I'm going to get away from sports for this one because it's the end of the week so i'm gonna open it up to anyone even if you're not a sports connoisseur this is tonight's trivia question what is the national animal of scotland what is the national animal of scotland 740-592-6646 phone lines are open 740-592-6646 feel free to call in talk to us chat sport or answer the question it is the last trivia question of the week before we start breaking it down let's get you the hardest working man in athens ohio mr introducing mr carl blaylock carl how you doing big man pretty good i just national national animal of scotland man you make it sound like the trivia questions i've been using i've been giving out celtic Fex tickets all week over on my radio show on i Power have heard that Oh my goodness! I mean, that that sounds like one of the questions I had. I'll I'll, I'll give you I'll give you one of the questions that I had. Uh, okay. Where is golfer? This was one of the questions we had today. Of course, we didn't get it. We had a little bit of technical difficulties. But where was uh, Rory McIlroy originally from? What county? County. In Northern Ireland, yeah. County. Well. Golly, I know, I believe, two counties in Northern Ireland. Well, there's only like four of them, so. I'm going to go with County Derry. Uh, it was not, it's not Derry. I'm trying to find, I had it written down in the oh, other. You County can't, Down. You can't, County Down. County Down. Okay, County down. Well, there you have it. Uh, sorry to all our Northern Ireland Irish listeners out there for butch butchering up that one. Uh, let's head back stateside. In fact, we'll head inside our state here, Carl, because those Cincinnati Reds, they're going against the St. Louis Cardinals tonight. It's a division showdown. First pitch at 8:15. The Reds blew one in the ninth inning uh, in their most recent game. Tonight, trying to get back on track against the St. Louis Cardinals team that I believe is in second place right now in the division. Reds, of course, sitting in last place. Going up on the mound tonight, you have the righty, Luis Castillo. He's been somewhat, you know, kind of a bright spot, I guess, sitting at 2-3 and three with the 3.5 ERA going against Andre Pallante, the righty for the Birds. What are you looking for in this one, Carl? Well, first, we're going to guarantee that the uh, NL Central is going to break their 16-game uh, losing streak between every <laughs> single... Uh, this, this stat is incredible. Uh, I saw it on Twitter right before I got here. It's incredible. You look at the standings. The Brewers have lost six straight. The Cardinals have lost three straight. The Pirates have lost three straight. The Cubs have lost three straight. And the Reds have lost two straight. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a single division have that many 
consecutive losses out of every single thing. I mean, you barely see it to where uh, you barely see it to where there's one division where all teams are losing at the same time, let alone where there's multiple games for each of them. And for Milwaukee, it's been a week. <laughs> that's 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 incredible. First of all. But uh, I would say we got to look for, well, first of all, they're calling for a little bit of rain, it looks like, okay. uh, according to a little AccuWeather there. Uh, but I, I think the big thing is for the Cardinals is the Cardinals are going to want to get Paul Goldschmidt hot again. And they have, I don't know how many times this guy's pitched. It, the guy they've got thrown out today, Andre Pallante, uh, he, he's got a good ERA. He's 1-0. 1.23 ERA. The whip's a little high, uh, 20 to 14 strikeout to walk ratio. Uh, but in 21 and a third inning innings pitch with a 1.23 ERA, that's that's uh, not bad at all. Yeah, only giving up one dinger. Doesn't give up the long ball. Uh, Reds lineup. One thing you're going to notice because the injury report has come out, and Tyler Stevenson is now moved to the 10-day IL. Uh, one of the bright spots for the Reds, certainly their best bat or one of their best bats. He's going to be out for you. He's a big loss, isn't he, Carl? Yeah. I mean, he is probably the best bat we have in the lineup uh, with Jonathan India out. And now he's hurt again with catching. And I know we talked a little bit about this yesterday about, you know, you want your best hitters on the field. And if they can't stay on the field with the position they're playing, maybe they have to switch positions. Uh, obviously, Stevens is a really good catcher, or Stevenson's a really good catcher. But you know, you gotta, you gotta put the foot down somewhere because you can't have, um, you can't have it like this. You can't have it to where he's getting hurt all the time. And I mean, it's it's giving me a little bit of flashbacks to, and this is on the very edge of my fandom where I remember stuff with the Reds. But this is giving me a little bit of flashbacks to Devin Mezzarocco, where Mezzarocco was good when he was healthy. He just couldn't stay healthy to save his life. And I really, really hope that's not the way the Stevenson is because Stevenson has an incredible amount of potential. Uh, the, you know, the ceiling's somewhere above the moon for this kid. But I, I, I'm saying kid like he's not like five <laughs> years, five, six years older than me. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, you got to... You know, you got to be able to take that. And if he, if he get, keeps getting hurt at the position he's playing, maybe we need to move him from catcher. Uh, I think he's out. I think the initial report was he's going to be out for about four to six weeks. He's going to have to have surgery on that. Uh, so that puts him out until after the All-Star game, at least. At the earliest, that's going to be the soonest he gets back. And, you know, that's, that's a big loss. One man that will be batting cleanup is the eternal Joey Votto, 38 years old, getting it done still in the number four spot. And, Carl, this has kind of maybe flown a little bit under the radar, but... Let me read you his last seven days splits. Uh, let's see, 27 at-bats, nine hits. Now, I'm no mathematician, but something tells me he's batting 300 right there. That's 333. 333, sorry. There we go. I am no mathematician. 333. Uh, now, it's only 27 at-bats, but you have to be kind of excited about that. I mean, that this is a guy that has shown you he's been an all-star in the past. He's been able to anchor this team. He started out very, very slow, but it seems like he's really started to maybe turn a corner on this season. If you can keep this momentum going, who knows what might happen up until the All-Star break. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, Votto, Votto is one of those players to where it, once he gets hot, he gets hot. And we talked about how he, he kind of started off a little bit slow early in the season, and then he was yeah. out for like three weeks due to uh, COVID or some sort of illness. Mysterious on, COVID illness. He was on the COVID list, but he was on the COVID list for like three he was, weeks. He was on was, the COVID list. He didn't test positive, but he showed signs of it. And I don't even know with COVID anymore. Like, yeah. can you still have COVID, not test positive? Can, you probably can. Who knows? Know. Might have been monkeypox. But regardless, he's out there right now. He's batting 333. All right. First pitch tonight, Carl, 815. You can listen to it here on 97.1 WATH. Also, we'll have all the pregame coverage from the official reds broadcast carl are you giving the reds much hope tonight out there uh under the arch in st louis uh i mean you always got to give a little bit of hope for it um i mean let me see who's who this is in the cardinals lineup uh oh no molina i'm okay with that i i think we do get the i don't i do think we get the job done there's a lot of 
I'm not seeing a lot of familiar names out of these uh, out of the lineup that the Cardinals have. I haven't followed the Cardinals too well this year. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not sure if they're having a little bit of injury troubles, but. Uh, you know, with who they're throwing out, like uh, Yadier Molina's not throwing tonight, or is not going tonight, and, uh, you know, there's not as many normal players that you expect. I mean, you've still got Tyler O'Neill, Paul Goldschmidt, and Nolan Arenado. Paul, Paul Goldschmidt, I mean, he Paul can, he can kill you great. any day, right? I mean, he's still a stud. He's batting, what, 338? I mean, yeah. that's impressive compared to the Reds. Their, uh, their, their leader is Brandon Drury. Yeah. So, but I, with how with who the, with the lineup that the Cardinals are throwing out there, I think the Reds can get the job done tonight. I think it's going to be a close game. I think I, I'd say it's going to be about like a five five four six four type game. You know, middle middle numbers anywhere between each both teams score anywhere between four and seven runs. Well, 8-15, first pitch. I know my man Carl will be watching. We'll get his thoughts on all the weekend's action when we come back next week. Um, I'm just going to play a clip, and I want you guys to listen in at home or if you're on the road right now. Then we're going to get Carl and I's thoughts on this because quite possibly the biggest bonehead play in baseball that is not a form of cheating happened last night during the Chicago White Sox taking on the Los Angeles Dodgers. I just want you guys to listen in, and then we'll have a chat. Now, wait a second. They're going to intentionally gonna... walk him. On one and two? Yep. Can you explain that to me? I would think you don't want Turner to do any more damage, and you want to take advantage of the lefty left. Two and two. Field. Pollock is back at the track and the wall, and that's up and out of here. Max Muncie, lefty lefty, smashes a three run home run. The IL and our four home run replay. This appears to be a slider. It's up, it's out, and it's gone. That's going to be it for Bennett Sousa, who will depart this game. And the Dodgers have 10. So, let me just recap before we go over to Carl here, as he's probably stewing. But, Los Angeles Dodgers have Max Muncy at the plate. With a man on second base, the pitch count is 1-2 and two going against the Chicago White Sox in what I think was a tie ball game at the time. The pitch count was one and two. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Tony La Russa makes the call to the bullpen, then comes up with the signal to the catcher and intentionally walks the batter. Intentionally walks with a count of one and two. I am baffled by this. Max Muncy comes up to the plate, scorches one over... The center field line, Max Muncy, a friend of ours from Dubai, comes out to the Dubai Little League. I digress. But, Carl, is this the dumbest play that we will see this year? I mean, I, I, I'm looking at it a little bit further. Uh, so now I, I, I'm looking at it a little bit further. The pitch before he intentionally walked him, it was 0-2 count, and he threw a wild pitch. So, and that's when uh, my guess is maybe, well, no, there was two outs. So it wasn't even lining up a double play. I mean, I, it, it, I don't know. Uh, Tony La Russa, has, since he's come back, he obviously was a good manager uh, back in his day. He won, he's won, what, three World Series titles. We were looking at it earlier. He won one with the A's in 89. And then two with the Cardinals in 2006 and 2011. I, I, I'm not, I mean, but since he's come back, he, he's had some of these incredible blunders. I mean, he had, he forgot about the three pitch or the three batter minimum in one of these games. Um, he forgot, oh, oh, that was the big one. He didn't know that you could put anybody there for a ghost runner. 
So he put he he took his he put his pitcher out there. Yeah. Uh, I forget if that was last year or two years ago, but he put he put his pitcher out there for a. Uh, it had to have been last year. Now I think about it because it, it it had the university age in twenty twenty, but he's just he just has made some of these baffling decisions, and this is one of them. I mean, uh, according to, um, is this as bad as Chris Weber? Taking a timeout. No. 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 That's not no. even close. This isn't this is, a, this this is is not... a regular season game in June. It's a regular season game in June. In the end of the day, is it going to matter that much? No. Not this really. Is a, this is a but Hall of it's, Famer. It's, this it, is someone that. It's you, a Hall you, of Famer you, who's you, past his prime, though. You expect I, 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 to it, know the game. No one is doing walks anymore. He's 77, though. Uh, that's the thing. Should you know. He, so a lot of people in. The South Side of Chicago are coming out right now. James Fagan, Chicago uh, beat writer for The Athletic. Decisions controversial. Tony Russa uh, needs to prove himself. David Haro, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. It'll never happen. What White Sox fans deserve to hear Jerry Rosendorf, the, the owner, uh, explain or defend why they believe Tony Rusa is the manager capable of leading this team to a World Series. I mean, he's not. This, this walk is getting pretty much all... The big media in the third largest city of Chicago to speak up right now and saying this Hall of Famer should be shown the door based on this one extreme brain fart. Well, here's the thing. Uh, the thing the thing with La Russa, and I mean, I, I'm going to be honest, it was a bit of a head-scratching move when he, they brought him back to begin with. I mean, I was sitting there like, what? Why, why, why is he coming back? Well, a lot of things haven't went right for this franchise for a long time. No. So you figure maybe an outside-the-box Hall of Fame hire who just won two not that long ago. This isn't Disney. and that, that, that is, That's 10 years ago now when he got hired. That's almost 10 years ago now. I don't feel like 10 years ago. That was 2011. But it was. And I, I just I can't see the rationale behind having it you know i i can't see the rationale behind having him i mean at least i will say he's a good enough manager to where he i would compare him to doc rivers in the nba as a coach okay i would compare like where he is now doc rivers used to be a great coach still will get you to the playoffs i mean he's a solid enough coach he'll get you to the playoffs mm -hmm. you won't get any farther okay I, I think that's the same with tony la Russa. he'll get you to the playoffs but you're not going anywhere Maybe if you're lucky, you'll get, you know, losing five in the LCS you think at this point. I, I, I don't think he's that good of a man. Like, he he he's still has the baseball smarts sometimes. Like, he's still a solid enough one to where, you know, he'll go places, but then he makes dumb decisions like that to where you sit there and makes you wonder, does he have dementia? <laughs> I mean... Yeah. Okay. Let, let's, Seventy-seven let's, years old. I mean, that's. Let, let's look at these stats. That's old enough to run for president. <laughs> you can definitely manage a baseball team. I'll tell you that. Trey Turner is a career three hundred three hitter. He's a two twenty two hitter with two strikes and a one ninety seven hitter with a one two count. Right. It. The league batting average in twenty twenty two with two strikes is point one six seven, and it. it it's even lower, 0.161, on a one and two count. You know, Larusa. One thing I will say for Larusa is that he does try to like, for being 77 years old and being one of you know baseball's quote unquote old guard. You know, he he is he does do decent enough. Decent enough. He, he, won, he, 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 does, he does decent enough with. Uh, he, he does won decent his division. enough. Last year, so I mean, it was the AL Central. I mean, it was the AL Central. The AL Central is garbage. Who I mean, else was going to win that division? The Guardians. I mean, the Guardians who had a payroll of forty-three million dollars. Just because it's, a, I mean, if you want him to lose the division, he did win. I mean, so he, he, he does. Did, he did win the division, but it is the weakest division in baseball, in my opinion. And I, I will say, he's done a good job of kind of trying to put the analytics into his old-style baseball game, but at times it just doesn't work out. And I, I don't know what he was trying to do with that. I don't know if he was trying to play some analytics with that. But, I mean, you look at when do we talk about Tony La Russa? It's not like we sit there and we talk about Tony La Russa when he is actually doing something good. 
No, we're talking about Tony Larusa when they, <laughs> you know, when they plunk some, you know, when they plunk somebody for bunting it down the third base line when they're shifting. That's or true. when they're hitting a home run against, or when they're hitting a home run in a 15 run, or when they're hitting a home run. His own player, mind you, hits a home run when they're up 12. I mean, both those things happened last year. You, 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 he didn't even defend his own player for that, and he's gotten enough flack for that. There's, there's a lot of things with Larusa, and I, I, he, all I've seen is negative headlines from Larusa. It's not like he's done something that's been, oh, incredible. Yeah, he won the weakest division in baseball. They went to the playoffs. They what was it? Was it a sweep or did they the lose in four? Said, I think the Astros got him in. I think they got him in four. I, I, it was either a sweeper sure. in four. I know for certain it didn't go to game five. Well, I think you and I definitely can agree. Biggest bonehead play I've seen thus far this major league season. Who knows if someone will top it. Tony LaRusso's White Sox take on the Texas Rangers tonight. First pitch at 810. That will be on the south side of Chicago. Elsewhere across the MLB, some of your big games heading into the weekend 705 tonight first pitch the Phillies hosting the Diamondbacks also at 705 the Cubbies heading to the Bronx to take on the Yankees the Brew Crew head to the nation's capital to take on the Washington Nationals at 705 at 710 the Oakland Athletics how long will we be saying that uh, probably not that much longer it might be the Las Vegas Athletics they're going to be heading up north to take on the Cleveland Guardians at 710 at Progressive Field at 710 the Toronto Blue, Blue Jays head down south to take on the Detroit Tigers. The Pittsburgh Piratas try to get it done against the Atlanta Braves to stop a three-game skid. First pitch will be at 7:20. At 8:10, the Royals will host the Orioles. At 8:10, the Marlins will head to Houston to take on the Astros. At 8:10, the Tampa Bay Rays will take on the Minnesota Twins at Target Field. And at 8:15, the Reds will take on the Cardinals here. You can listen to it here on 97.1 WATH at 9.38. Another goofball time. New York Mets taking on the Angels, who snapped their 14-game skid last night thanks to Otani, who pitched and had a dinger. At 9.40, the Rockies take on the Padres. At 10.10, the Red Sox take on the Mariners. And finally, in a rivalry matchup at 10.15, at Oracle Park in San Francisco, the Los Angeles Dodgers take on the San Francisco Giants. And, of course, because these teams can't play nice, there will be no tailgating for these games. No love lost between these two. I'll be looking forward to that one. All right, we're going to get back to our trivia question of the evening. Feel free to dial in 740-592-6646. I am the national animal of Scotland. What am I? Your extra clue? I have a horn on my head. When we come back, we're going to look at Lord Stanley Cup's playoffs and the NBA playoffs. You imagine it so often it's almost real. That one dream vacation you know someday you'll take. Then, out of the blue, cancer. And that dream goes off exactly as planned. I would know, kiddo. I'm in the big city with my two best girls. Our fourth big trip since I heard the words cancer-free from my doctor at Ohio Health. All right, girls, let's get another ice cream. You keep making plans. Visit ohiohealth.com slash keep making plans. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? That's why Autism Speaks is teaming up with Lee Container, the Jay Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund, and Deliver jobs to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Are you an HR professional, community leader, or business owner? Join us in creating a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. To learn more, visit autismspeaks.org employment. Athens County cares about you. I'm Micah. Join me Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 on Classic Hits 970 AM and 971 FM WATH for discussions about essential information for seniors, such as nutrition, caregiving, mental health, Medicare, and all other relevant topics for seniors in Athens County and the surrounding areas. Athens County Cares, a project of United Seniors of Athens County, Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 a.m. on WATH. You're listening to 970 WATH and the Sports Fan. (laughs) 
happening in Ohio. Ross and Carl with you up until 7 o'clock tonight. The St. Louis Cardinals will be hosting your Cincinnati Reds first pitch at 8.15. You can listen to all the live action here on 97.1 WATH. Special thanks to J&K Contracting, our big friends over at J&K Contracting sponsoring the show. Big ups to J&K Contracting. Tonight's trivia question of the evening Feel free to dial in. We'll get you on air, 740-592-6646. I am the national animal of Scotland. I have a horn on my head. What am I? Brett texted in, I am a bighorn sheep. That is not correct. Good guess, Mr. Wyckoff. Carl, I always come over to you. Don't blurt it out. I know you're a... A man of the world. Do you have any idea what the national animal of Scotland is? Uh, well, um, I'm trying to remember if the Loch Ness Monster has a horn or not. You actually, Carl, this is your next clue for those of you listening at home. It is not the Loch Ness Monster, but Carl is in the right area by guessing Loch Ness Monster. Not geographic. I'm saying the right realm of guesses. Okay? So it's not the Loch Ness Monster, but he's kind of close. i got a horn in my head, and I'm the National Animal of Scotland. Okay. So 740-592-6646. Phone lines are open. Feel free to call in. Give us your answer. Or feel free to just call in and chat sports. Yeah, if, you want, if you want to talk about how bad how bad Tony LaRusse's voice <laughs> is. 740-592-6646. Oh, and we have a caller, Carl. Are you ready? Yep. Let's go to the phone lines now. Who are we talking with? This is Mark from uh, from Florida. Mark? I'm going to answer some trivia questions. Mark from Florida. Rock. What What part of Florida are you in there, Mark? Uh, I'm currently in Denver with my pal, uh, Kyle Sullivan. But, uh, okay, well, Mark from Florida, down in Denver with Kyle Sullivan. I'm going so to what, guess what? your last name is Lechner. That is correct, but All I'm right. the one playing trivia here. All right, now, now you are the one playing trivia. Mr. Lechner, do you have any idea what the answer is here? I think the answer is a Matterhorn. Incorrect. Thanks for playing, Mark. Try back again. Phone lines will be open. Thanks for chatting. Okay, so we're going to get to the NHL, my friend Carl. So last night, the surefire pick of the evening in the hot seat from the host seat. And I went with those Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Tampa Bay Lightning got it done. In Madison Square Garden, they beat the Rangers 3-1. to Did this game surprise you? Uh, no, I mean, it was about, like, what, what it's been pretty much this entire series. I mean, this entire series, we've seen really close, low-scoring games that uh, the Lightning, at least the last three games, the Lightning have kind of pulled away in the end. I mean, this is the second time they scored a, uh, let's see, game three, they scored a goal with under a minute, and this one they scored with under two minutes left in the game. They've just scored, like, late goals that's propelled them to tie the series. Yeah, I mean, I, I think... In these type of situations, you have to go with the experience. And the experience of two, two back-to-back Stanley Cups, I th- I've, I've said it at the beginning of the series, while I like the Rangers, the Rangers have actually played very well at home. They've gotten done against some great opponents, knocking off those pesky Pittsburgh Penguins and um, moving through the Carolina Hurricanes. But the Lightning, this could be a team... That when it's all said and done, and we're looking back on this, Carl, and we're saying, man, this is one of the greatest stretches in NHL history yeah, the well, last three years. Well, we'll look at them like we did the uh, uh, early 80s. Islanders. Islanders. The, the Canadians. The Red Wings. The early 2000s wings, Red Wings. Early 90s Penguins. I mean, they're, they're in some serious company here. And they just seem to bring it, and they seem to know what to do in the big games they struck twice in the final two minutes to seal the game. It was all 1-1 heading into the third with two minutes to go. Let's just have a quick listen in. Top line out for Tampa Bay. Stamkos sends it in behind the net. 
Kucherov poked it back for Stamkos. Across it comes for Sergachev. Toward the net, he scores! Again! From just inside the blue line. Two to one, Lightning with 1.50 to go. Until tonight, he scored in the second period on a wrister. This one, a similar wrister. This one through Chris Kreider. You see Kreider hang his head. He wanted to block it, and he misses it. He oversteps it. Oh, I think this might deflect off Palat in front here. Sergachev throws this to the net, and it looks like Shosturkin loses the angle on it, loses the sight of it. Right there, it's off Andre Palat. We're down to a minute seven to go in regulation time. Tampa Bay trying to post the first win by the road team in this series, and they take a huge step toward that. Hagel, the empty net goal, it's three to one. And just like that, the empty net goal puts the Lightning up 3-1 to one to take a 3-2 to two series lead against the Rangers. So it's do or die time if you are a New York Rangers fan. This one's going to be played down in Tampa, so they're going to have to get it done along, on, on the road in Tampa Bay. Game 6, Saturday night at 8 o'clock. You can watch that one on ESPN. Carl, are you giving any hope? To the Rangers can they even things up and force a game seven can they yes will they I I don't think so I I, I they have the talent to and, and they should be able to but it, it's especially in hockey playoffs it's hard to override the momentum and the Rangers do not have any momentum left in this series I, I think this game goes one of two ways the Rangers win a close game with a third-period goal. They win by one. Or Tampa Bay wins by eight. Or not eight. Well, probably not eight, but they get the they Tampa, Bay, Tampa Bay wins by more than three. The, the game's not in any jeopardy towards the end of it. Like a touchdown and a two-point conversion type of game. This isn't, this isn't the uh, – they have better goaltending than Mike Smith. So we won't oh, see that goodness. bad. But uh, <laughs> Mike Smith, you should put a crash test – dummy out there and he could probably goaltend better than mike smith oh no mike smith mike smith has a mike smith experience it's pending trademark i'm pretty sure where he will either make a game break like he will either make the most unbelievable save you've ever seen in your life (laughs) or he will let one in the Uh, five or he will let a little slow rolling puck through his five hole uh, there is no in between i was not (laughs) happy with how mike smith played in these playoffs and i'm sure i am sure when Edmonton comes back next season, Mike Smith is not that guy. You just can't have that as your goaltender. We'll but see. I mean, this has been a problem that they've had for years. Uh, they can score, and they're they're so fun to watch, aren't they? They're just like one of the greatest teams oh, yeah. to watch out there. That first line and second line. Third line, fourth line, goaltending, defense. No, they're, 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 they're improvement. So, they're so top-heavy, and that's the reason why they aren't in the Stanley Cup Finals. It's the reason why they got swept by the Avalanche. Like, I mean, you, you, you can't expect, you just cannot expect them to uh, do, you can't expect them to, you know, do above everything. I was stunned they made it to the conference finals. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't think they would. Oh, I, th- I, thought, I thought they could, but I was just let down by the goaltending. But, Carl, we got to switch gears now because, well, we're in another playoff series, and it's the Boston Celtics hosting... The Golden State Warriors Celtics lead this series two games to one thanks to their most recent victory at home at TD Garden. Warriors looking to even things up tonight in the bean. Nine o'clock is the tip-off. Boston is favored in this one by four points, which is a bit of a head-scratcher for me. And I might revisit that for a surefire hot picks of the evening for all you gamblers out there. But Warriors going against the Celtics tonight. Some storylines coming into this one. Draymond Green got ejected in the last game after putting up two points. He flat out stunk. He was the worst player. Not ejected. I'm sorry. Caught fouled out. Fouled out. Um, I didn't think he got ejected. Fouled out in the last player. He was the worst player on the court for the starting five for the Warriors. Also another, I guess, quasi-storyline. Stephon Curry looked like he tweaked his ankle in that last game. He's going to be good to go. He's going to start tonight, but he always seems to have, like, 14 ankle braces on when he plays. So anything with his ankle always kind of gets gets me to raise an eyebrow, excuse me. Um, 
But the Celtics, man, I mean, they just, I mean, they won by 16 in their last game. Another kind of blowout type game in the third quarter. It got a little bit close. But in the fourth quarter, it was all the C's all the way. Uh, the two J's getting it done, Tatum and Brown. So here we are, game four tonight. Warriors, the team that's been there, done that. The Celtics lack the experience. Of course, they have the history. Can the Warriors even things up tonight, Mr. Blaylock? I don't think so. Wow. I don't think so. I, I think that with the home crowd, uh, a rowdy crowd, maybe a crowd that's a little bit mad that they're having <laughs> to pay $870. $870, the, the cheapest ticket right now on Vivid Seats if you want to fly up to Boston Logan Airport and Shit. see this one. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I just can't see it. I mean, if I'm being honest, I... I, I don't see the Warriors. If if Curry was healthy, I would give the Warriors a little bit of an edge. But I, I don't know if the Celtics. I don't know what the Celtics' home crowd with everything. You're going to need a lot more than just three players because what this series has been is that the Celtics are playing like a team, and the Warriors. The Warriors they only have three scorers on offense. Yeah, now you're, you're spot on with that. Team he, basketball versus Slash Brothers. Exactly. And uh, even if they both go off, I mean, who, who else is going to be that third scorer? Who else is going to get them over the top? Because you, you can have the Splash Brothers combined for 70 points. 70 points isn't going to win you a basketball game, you, not in today's NBA. You need to get 100. Who's going to get that other 30 points? You can't have your starting power forward have two points. That, exactly. That's... That, that, can't happen in an NBA game. I'm pretty sure if there was a stat about that, your chance of winning is probably 10%. Yeah, I mean, Tony Snell performance. That that is absolutely atrocious. Is there um, is there a better storyline out there than Al Hortford? I feel like oh, everyone, no. uh, everyone and their mother is rooting for Al Hortford right now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he uh, he's almost turned into a little bit of a journeyman at the at, towards the end of his career here. I mean, like he, he was had, on he was on your. He 76ers, was the, wasn't he? We signed him for the sole reason of him not being on the Boston Celtics. That is what I think we signed him for. It, it made no sense for us to sign him, but, you know, we did, and he, he wasn't really that good. Um, then we shipped him off to the we shipped him off to the Thunder. I think he had one other stop before he went back to Boston, but I'm not entirely sure there. But he's found his way back in Boston where, honestly, he belongs. Yeah, I mean, I know he played as a Hawk, but I mean, it just Horford looks right uh, in a Celtics green uniform. I mean, it's the same as uh, it's the same as Kevin Garnett. I mean, at least in my generation, nobody thinks of Kevin Garnett, the Timberwolf. Everyone thinks of Kevin Garnett, the Celtics. That's so true. And he rotted away up there for his first 10 years of his career. Um, Oh, yeah. Some injury uh, injury report coming out. Andrea Godala. the, the the savvy veteran, he's day-to-day, so we'll see if he gets out there. And Robert Williams, uh, the center, the backup center for the Celtics, is also day-to-day. Tip-off for this one, 9 o'clock. You can check this one out on ABC. Boston Celtics favored at home at TD Garden, taking on the Warriors, trying to go up three games to one. When we come back, Tiger Woods is a billionaire. A billionaire, one of the few sportsmen to become a billionaire. You're going to get Carl's and I thoughts on this one, including who do we think will be the next billionaire to come out of sports? And let's not forget the Athens trivia question of the evening is still open for competition. We had one person call in Mark from Florida. He got that one wrong. Phone line still open 740 592-6646. I am the national animal of Scotland. I have a horn on my head. Horn or horns? Horn. H-O-R-N. No S. Horn. A single horn. The next clue you have for the national animal of Scotland, you cannot find one of these animals in the wild. 740-592-6646. 740-592-6646. When we come back, Tiger Woods is a billionaire. 
Stay informed about the stock market from Goldsberry Wealth Strategies. Weekdays at 5.30 on 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. The report follows the news. Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a broker-dealer and is independent of RJFS. Progressive presents today's to-do list for your dog. Check front door, check window, check other window. Rest chin on ground, look into distance. Bark for no reason. Check front door, check window, check other window. Your pet has a very busy schedule, so it's up to you to make sure they're protected. That's why Progressive Car Insurance covers your pets for up to $1,000 if they're ever in a car accident with you. Chase shiny ball, lose shiny ball, find shiny ball, eat shiny ball. Get coverage for your pets with anti-auto policy from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms. Dad deserves double the thanks this year. So this Father's Day, give him the power tool system that has everything for every job. The RYOBI One Plus tool system now on special buy. Over 260 RYOBI tools powered by one interchangeable 18-volt battery. And for a limited time, when you make a qualifying RYOBI purchase, you get one select tool or battery free. Feels like Father's Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid through July 31st, 2022. Valid at participating stores and online. Limit one per transaction. You're listening to 970 WATH and the Sports Fan. Welcome back. It is the Sports Fan. Ross and Carl with you up until 7 o'clock. We're having a lot of fun here in the studio. We've been doing the trivia question of the evening to crown the smartest man or woman in Ohio. And I believe we have another caller in right now. The question is, what is the national animal of Scotland? You can't catch one in the wild, and they have a horn on their head. This is a sports fan. Who are we talking with? Uh, you're, you're talking with Mark from Florida again. Mark from Florida. Long-time listener, first time, second-time caller. This time, Mark from Florida has the correct answer. We're going to go with unicorn. Ding, 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 ding. Congratulations, Woo! Mark from Florida. Uh, well, Mark. Can I go to the Ozone Yeah, well, Mark, I, I, have, I hate to say it, man, but you're, you're going to have to come on back to the bricks to claim your prize. Next time you're in Athens, Ohio, make sure you stop by WATH 97.1, and you've won a night out with Ross and Carl. So come on back. You are the smartest man in southeastern Ohio. Thanks for calling in, Mark. Okay. Breaking news coming out of the NBA right now, Carl, because it's it's something that I guess we need to chat about because the Bobcats, the Hornets, excuse me, Yikes. The no, Charlotte whoa. Hornets have a new for 10 years. <laughs> have a new basketball coach. Who is it, Carl? It's Kenny Atkinson. Atkinson started out, he uh, played for Richmond in college. Uh, he was a he actually led them to a Sweet 16 berth in 1988. And then he played over in Europe for a while. He had a few tryouts but never really made it in the NBA. Then he joined uh, the coaching staff with Mark D'Antoni. Uh, at the Knicks in 2008. After four seasons with the Knicks, he uh, was underneath Mike Budenholzer uh, with the Hawks. And then in 2017, uh, he was hired as the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. He coached four years, there, well, three and like three and three quarters. He resigned in the fourth year. Uh, he did make it to the first round in the 2018-2019 season. Lost to uh, my... Well, not my anymore, but the Philadelphia 76ers. I've announced my fanship with them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I gotta, I gotta, I'll have this big, huge thing for who I'm gonna, who the next uh, fan to, I'll be for the uh, NBA, who my next team will be. Maybe I'll announce it on here. <laughs> and, and he, but uh, he, he has been hired as the Charlotte Hornets coach. He's uh, bounced around on the West Coast between the Clippers and the Warriors as assistant coaches. And he's sitting on the Warriors. Tonight, I believe, on their bench as Steve Kerr's top assistant. So he beats out Mike D'Antoni for the job. I believe Mike sat down with MJ for this one. Mike coming off of a couple successful years out there in Houston, bouncing around the league. But it, MJ goes with the assistant. He goes with the assistant coach of the Golden State Warriors, a man that does have head coaching credentials for years with the Nets. We spoke about Michael Jordan, and that's a good segue into the next topic here, Carl, because Michael Jordan, as you know, through his Jordan brand and through all of his endorsements and his career earnings, 
is a billionaire. It came out last week that LeBron James has joined Michael Jordan as what they're calling the second athlete billionaire. And then it came out today that Tiger Woods is in rare air as he has reached a net worth of $1 billion, making him one of three athletes that are billionaires in the entire world. So my first question to you, Carl, are you shocked that Tiger is a billionaire? He's had to fork over a lot of money, especially about 10 years ago. I'm honestly more surprised that he, I mean, that makes sense with divorce, but I'm kind of surprised that he wasn't a billionaire before. I mean, he, he's had a lot of, you, you knew that he was one of the richest golfers in the world. But, uh, yeah, no, I was a bit surprised that he hadn't already hit that threshold, if I'm being honest. I guess it's a little harder than what you'd think uh, to make it to billion dollars. I mean, for me, it seems like, okay, you got... One million, ten million, billion dollars. You know, you got yeah, you got I, a few more steps in between there. It's, but uh, it, it, it's pretty impressive. I, I think uh, back to what we were talking about yesterday with the LIV golf tournament. I'm wondering if we might see a few more billionaire golfers through that. Phil Mickelson getting two hundred million dollars. We'll see what happens with that. Reportedly, he has a big gambling problem. So we'll, who knows? Yeah, he's no, he's, to cover yeah, that, that'll that'll go to his insider trading stuff. We'll, we'll see where that goes. We'll see where that one goes. But Tiger Woods is a billionaire. Ten percent of Woods' earnings has only came on the golf course. Ninety percent of his net worth comes off of the golf course. A lot of these club sports, such as tennis and golf. Most of their money is made outside of the club. But here's what I want to know. Did Tiger Woods turn in his W-2? Like, how in the heck does Forbes know this? It's not like Tiger Woods, who's a pretty private individual. Listen, I'm not saying Tiger Woods isn't a billionaire. All right? And I'm not saying Tiger Woods, you know, he might be close to a billion dollars. He might be past a billion dollars. But... I'm pretty darn sure he did not open this door yesterday and say, well, Forbes, yeah, come on in. Well, here's my tax statements. Here's all my earnings. And uh, I just wanted you guys to let you know I'm a billionaire so you can print it. The headline should say Tiger Woods is very, very rich. He has more money than you will ever imagine. I'm not sure how they know he's a billionaire. That's my only gripe with this. A lot lot, lot of tax forms are actually uh, a lot of that stuff's actually public record. When you run for office, it is. But I'm pretty sure. Uh, his endorsement deals are not public record. It's all it, private. It's still, it's still through management and stuff. You know, you have to have some companies, they have to go through that. And, you know, uh, I, I mean, I'm no expert with it. Yeah. I mean, if, if, I'm, if, I need, if I'm in legal trouble, I'm calling Saul Goodman, if I'm being honest. But, uh, no, I mean, I, I can't think of much with it. I mean, I, my only guess is that you know, they just, you know, snooped around. I mean, they've got quarterly earnings and stuff for you know, the brands and everything like that. And my guess is that's what they did. They just looked at the brands and everything and, you know, saw his net worth and stuff. And that's how they decided, they decided okay, he's a millionaire. We'll see. He made $68 million reportedly on off-course income in the past 12 months. Big, big things. Um, dropping him in 2009 when he was going through his turmoil was Buick. He had a massive sponsorship with them. But Tiger Woods is a billionaire. He joins LeBron James and Michael Jordan. Interesting of note, three people of color. That's, that's I, I think that's uh, an interesting storyline as well. Congratulations to Tiger Woods for getting it done. One billion dollars. All right, when we come back, we're going to give you our surefire picks of the evening. All you gamblers, get ready. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split second, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. 
Hi, this is Steve Downs. Check out this week's show for the classics, Rock's Great Tours. We will be diving deep to cover some of Rock's most historical road treks, including Van Halen, the Rolling Stones, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, Fleetwood Mac, Paul McCartney and Wings, The Who, CSNY, and of course, Led Zeppelin. The best place for the coolest rock, only here on the classics. Saturday mornings at 10.06 on WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. You're listening to The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Welcome back. It's The Sports Fan. Last few minutes of the show. We're going to get to our surefire picks of the evening for all you gamblers out there. This booth has been hot. So One I'm going to start it. it out with One side the first been. <laughs> pick of the evening. The Golden State Warriors are taking on the Boston Celtics tonight at TD Garden. Boston is favored by four points. I'm going to take the Warriors and plus four points in this one. I think they will get it done at TD Garden tonight. Over to you, Carl. I am going to go with college baseball. Texas A&M taking on Louisville in super regional action. Game one is tonight. Uh, Texas A&M is favored by one and a half runs over Louisville. I'm taking that. I think the Aggies get it done. I think the Aggies win by at least three. I think you are correct. I think you should just basically parlay those things, take all the winnings into the weekend, and then join us on Monday night because we are going to be back in the booth with the sports fan from 6 o'clock on Monday night. It's a full hour show before we switch over to the Cincinnati Reds broadcast, which will be later in the evening as they take on the Arizona Diamondbacks at 9.30 on Monday. But tonight... It's the Cincinnati Reds going against the St. Louis Cardinals in St. Louis. First pitch at 8.15. You can listen to all the action here on 97.1 WATH. For the Sensei, Carl Blaylock, I am Ross Christ. This is the Sports Fan. Have a great weekend. I'm off to Black Diamond Music Festival over in Nelsonville. I'll see you on Monday.